I don't, did you, I don't know, like, did, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. Hey. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Is it oh my God. Oh my, yeah, you sound great. Hang on one sec. Let's give that a spin. How's that? Oh, there she jolly well is. How are you doing? It's so good to see you. Kathy Caton. Oh my God. It's been a lifetime. It's been like 10 freaking years. <laughs> it absolutely has during which I have aged badly. I can tell you how you not. look at you. You look younger. <laughs> how, is that, how is that possible? Every filter going on. It's the punishing aesthetic of uh, of the uh, the news booth studios. Just grey all around is what being, does it. Yeah, being it. Yeah, very professional. I mean, look at your hookup <laughs> and look at mine. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> How's tricks? How are you keeping? You know what? Pretty good. I got to tell you, pretty good. And, you know, I was telling my co-host JD couldn't be here. Um, and she really, really wanted to meet you because I was I was telling her, I think it was in our last program, um, that you were one of the, the first people, you know, that actually gave me the time of day <laughs> back when I first moved here, um, like 10 years ago. And oh, you invited me to the studios in Brighton. Yeah. yeah, have a chat about the lesbian lounge. And, um, you know, I got to tell you, I walked away from that and I thought, wow, if everybody's like this, this is going to be a really smooth transition. <laughs> and how's it been? That's the question. Well, you know, let's say <laughs> it's about 75% of what I thought it would be. <laughs> it's a little hard to fit in. I, there's nothing I can do. I'm always going to stick out like a sort yeah. of whatever. <laughs> but still doing it, still doing it. Awesome. <laughs> absolutely brilliant good on you you know what though i have been following your journey for years and um you know I, obviously I, don't believe anything you see on social media <laughs> that's the first thing to say <laughs> i mean well you know business wise let's say um brighton gin is yours and you know the thing is i feel like the, the, like I, I've I've watched it grow. I've watched the inception, you know, watched it grow. And it's just so damn impressive. Aww. It's so impressive to see what you've done. You, I remember Kathy, you starting out riding a bike, dropping off gins to places. And I was absolutely, so well, we've kind of gone back to that actually. So I'm going back to my, my origin stories at the moment, literal, literal origin. Yeah, no, it's been quite a thing to say the least. It's yeah. So that's been 10 years or so uh now which is kind of shocking it feels very grown up for it to be in double digits it, um yeah it's that's you, been a bonkers nailing the adulting thing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> nailing it <laughs> i know so many people who would not agree with that statement <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i've i've had the gin and i love the gin oh and i need to know what made you go from having your radio show um to deciding you know what i'm going to make a i'm going to make a gin down here in brighton and i'm going to call it brighton gin and it's yeah it's what happens it's been it's been absolute crackers because it's basically my my life has flipped over so what used to be my side hustle which was my gin passion and and learning how to make gin uh is now my 
job with a company and employees which is absolutely terrifying um <laughs> and and then what used to be my job which is which is radio uh is now my side hustle so yeah. um so it's a total total swap swap around uh and quite a healthy one actually but yeah i just had this this proper um light bulb moment 10 actually probably out 11 years ago now when i was going for a run down the seafront having had a very very late night on the gin the uh the night on the gin very much on the gin dancing around uh my my ex's kitchen table um <laughs> sozzled on the gins and going for a run the next day and, and i just had this absolute light bulb moment of going oh bloody hell if i've been drinking anything other than gin i wouldn't be off my sofa let alone going for a run oh my god gin is the one thing that lets you get away with it uh, Brighton is a place that needs to get away with it pretty much on a daily basis. Oh my yes. God, Brighton needs its own gin. It is um, fantastic. Brighton is, is it's uh, it, it's my favorite place to go so far in all of England. And I feel like I've been kind of everywhere. I, have, you know, I haven't been like Northern, but in Brighton is, is just- You do a visit. You do a visit. I, I always say that, you know, like I, we're not that far from it. And it's just- you know, the eclecticness, the acceptance, the diversity, you know, it's just, it's all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and things are really, really coming back to life as well now, kind of post COVID. Yeah. Um, everyone's out a lot. It feels we've had a few, you know, sunny days where the days are getting longer. It's like, oh my God, spring is coming. Nice, yes. Coming. Let's all get out and be social and see each other again and see if we have any social skills left. Not many. So, <laughs> Your passion is gin. And I feel like that's like one of the most British statements I've made <laughs> in all the years I've been here. Like your passion is gin. Um, but it is. And and you, you know, you're so, um, you know, like uh, passionate about it. Did you, did you know how to make gin? Did you learn how? Did you, did you do it like for self-serving purposes first? Like I drink in so much gin, I'm just going to make my own. <laughs> absolutely do you know I, I definitely would put put myself in the uh passionate consumer end yeah. of the the yeah. category where I knew absolutely the square root of bugger all about about making gin but I've always always drunk it I've drunk it I drank it when I was at university in the 90s so when I was really young and it was so uncool bartenders used to actively laugh in my face <laughs> when uh, but, but and they go, ooh, that's a nan's drink. Would be this this phrase you'd you'd hear back. That's um, funny. So, so kind of the journey that that's been on the the category yeah. in and of itself that from being this really laughed at, it's a granny's drink. It's a nan's um, drink. A nan's <laughs> ooh, it's a nan's drink. Um, now you know you can't swing a duster without without hitting a, a gin or a gin school or or all sorts of things. So it's really kind of. It's amazing what, what's happened over yeah, the Yeah, it's moment. really taken off. Like, I know I, I was bartending at a pub for a little bit and, you know, it was right at the beginning of the the flavored gin explosion. You know, I mean, we had rhubarb and ginger, we had permaviolet, we had, you know, every flavor imaginable. And, you know, it went from just like, you know, beef eater, <laughs> slice of lemon, yeah. bottle of tonic, you know, um, so yeah. like having to turn around and look at all the different gins and figure out what, yeah, it's just been crazy. I and I actually went to a gin tasting mm -hmm. um, right before the pandemic. We It was the, the July, right before everything started closing up that December. Um, and it was down, you know, in London, kind of, it felt like very warehousey and, and, and cool. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden I felt like, look at me. 
I'm going to a gin tasting. <laughs> and I ended up buying a bottle uh, that was made uh, purely from botanicals from Kew Gardens. Oh, and, very uh, nice. you know what? I haven't opened it because it's such a lovely bottle and box and it's got the Q thing on it and it's got all the, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I, you know, no, I'm just yeah. gonna it. <laughs> and that's the other thing I love about your bottle is that it encompasses Brighton. Oh, thank you. We've tried our absolute, our absolute best, whether it's in, yeah, the design of the bottle, what goes in the bottle, the people who are making it, it's all as, as Brighton as we can, as we can possibly. It really is. It really is. And, you know, every time I've gone down there, any place I go serves it. Excellent. Well, if I, they don't, feel free to ask for it in a very loud I, voice <laughs> and then leave in disgust if they yeah. do. Oh, forget it. I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. Um But so uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about how you created it because you know, there's, there is a, a balance to juniper and, you know, like there's a, a real balance to it. So did you strike out a lot before you went, this is it, this is the one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I, I think it's, you know, it's like, um, it's like making a souffle, you know, it's something that's very, very simple in theory, doesn't need very many ingredients. It's a straight right. thing, but there are 3000 different ways that you can screw it up. And it's, and it's <laughs> exactly the same with gin. And actually when I first, was was starting off and I bought this dodgy still I bought it off eBay for about 90 quid uh, had it on my kitchen hob at home in my very low ceiling flat none of this I recommend actually if you're thinking oh. about starting up gin get some ceiling height get a fire blanket re do lots of research before you start doing things and um and I just oh, completely overdid it because I didn't, at that point, I didn't realize that what happens when you distill stuff is you absolutely draw all of the flavor out of things. So I just completely overdid it in terms of botanicals and, and stuff that's in there. And sometimes actually less really is more. You can, there's a fine line between something yeah. being delicious yeah. and then being completely overpowering. So right. yeah, I made all sorts of terrible stuff that I still use for cleaning at home. <laughs> You know, it smells like gin because it's full of pine and lovely smells. But yeah. oh my god, you do not want to drink it. But I, but one thing that I love about that is, I don't. First of all, I don't mind admitting about the number of mistakes that I've made because you know yeah. it's only make a mis It's only a mistake if you don't learn from it. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, and they were all just little markers on the on the journey of trying to get this thing right and then getting it repeatable, which was a whole other world of pain. But um, of course, because you kind of have to record what you did, you know, in order to, to match it for the next time. And oh, my exactly. God, yeah. trying to get the process as similar as possible. So you can hopefully get a product that tastes in the same in the same ballpark but it's right. really really difficult um and also you know i'm i'm not naturally methodical i'm like oh my god i want to get I'm excited i want to do stuff but actually yeah, that's me that's i me. really got it to spread the end result as fast as possible yeah and actually sometimes yeah. taking your time and being being methodical is one of the things that i've had to learn from it and through it yeah it's been a really interesting process it, it is incredible now that i've been to a tasting because we actually went to you know, an actual distillery and they walked us through the process and all that. And, uh, you know, it is, um, really, uh, you know, for it being such a simple thing, you know, it, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's really, um, uh, you can't, you, you, you can't mess it up, you know, like it's very detail oriented and everything. And I was amazed, um, at, at what goes into it. And, you know, and also like you were saying, you know, you did this in a little flat. This place was not big. 
yeah. that we went to. It was really, really small. It was no like tour through like the Guinness factory. <laughs> it was like literally like a, like a converted garage maybe uh, or garage. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, you know, and, and then the little table, cause they only took like four people at a time for the, for the yeah. tasting, you know, yeah. and it was just, it's, it's, it's crazy, but you know, people are passionate, you know, like when you can hone in on your passion and then craft something out of that and then make a business. I mean, that's yeah, it's it's really, kind of, really impressive. It's, it's really kind of bonk- it's just it's absolutely bonkers as well. Cause I think that thing of going from that and I can really remember that light bulb moment of this I- idea. And then yeah, and now you know, got a team, we're exporting gin to 16 countries around the around the world. We remain one of not just the UK or Europe's, but one of the world's only LGBTQ plus owned and run distilleries. I love that within our team, we represent every letter of the LGBTQ plus, oh. which is pretty cool and not bad going because there's only only seven of us. So um, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> if they um, had any more letters, you're going to. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's just, just Jake, he's polyamorous. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, yeah, and, and also one of those employees is, is my mum, so I don't know where she's going to fit in and and in this categorization, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, it's just it's just really really nuts to think about that and how things have have kind of developed and gathered pace and and I guess also we turns out we were one of the kind of original and early uh, craft distillers, um, and it's yeah, it's I can't believe it's now my job. What in a the, ridiculous job middle. to have. Right. Yeah. In the middle of all this, the pandemic hits. Oh, yeah. And you quickly on a dime like shifted and was putting out hand sanitizers, which was a hot commodity there in 2020. I mean, I got it. I think I got the I got like a I I ordered some from you. Um and you know, I it's just it's funny because everybody was like um you know, schools were doing online school and, and, um, you know, businesses were closed deliveries, you know, were becoming huge. Um, and, and it was like, you, you were watching like businesses adapt, you know, like I know like my old co-host Donna works for this company that links about 250 LGBT centers and they do you know, seminars and conventions and fundraisers. And she was, you know, flying all over the country. And all of a sudden they had to figure out how to do everything online, how to continue doing the fundraising and all that. And, you know, so you, I I was watching all that, but then like, I, you know, and I follow a lot of small crafty alcohol businesses, (laughs) (laughs) queer brewing and you guys oh yeah absolutely you know it's a healthy hobby and and all these little places you know shifted and they were doing you know making the hand sanitizers out of their product and it was like genius because that was the thing everybody (laughs) needed at the time and and also i mean when all of and it, it feels like another life. It's so weird to think that's only in the last you know couple of years because it feels I like. Know, such it, and I, I keep weird, it's not history. done yet. It's not done. Yeah, yet. yeah, exactly. I know. I don't think it's pre or post. You know, yeah. yeah, it's probably still transitional, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, because when when hospitality shut, that basically shut eighty five percent, ninety percent of our 
audiobook straight straight away and I thought it was going to be the end of the business yeah um, but we and at the time and again it feels like such a such different time but you know there were there'd been footage of nurses crying because they can't get hold of any pp and all of this kind of stuff and and in the looked around the distillery and it's like well we may not have any gin business left but what have we got we've got alcohol we've got the skills to do stuff and we've got the will to help yeah we also decided that to the day we decided to make um hand sanitizer and this all happened over just a couple of couple of days but we also decided we were going to do it as a not-for-profit thing so uh under my colleague uh rachel came up with the brilliant uh, tagline of spray it forward rather than pay it forward brilliant somebody, yeah somebody bought bought a, a hand sanitizer off our website that then basically paid for two more to be donated and we donated thousands tens and thousands of hand sanitizers to nhs wards uh, delivery drivers actually you know guys and gals who were getting food to people who couldn't get out or what, who were isolated really? yeah it was a really uh, what a bizarre time of time of our of our lives to to do but i'm also i'm really glad that we um that we did that as a not-for-profit thing it just it yeah. was the right thing to do to support oh definitely yeah also, i felt so glad that we could actually be bit physically busy and i was cycling around all over town delivering <laughs> delivering these things around and about through deserted brighton you know cycling in the middle of the road because there weren't any cars on the on the of street course, yeah and um yeah and I'm, so i'm really yeah i'm glad that we that we did that it was the right thing to do to not kind of not for profit from that right yeah to not try and make money off of this mm. awful situation but to actually contribute something that was so needed you know it was I mean, my bank manager may have a different opinion of course <laughs> um, sorry, from that, but you know yeah but no I mean you at least you can look back and say like look what we did like mm. we you know that's that you know that's got to feel amazing you know and 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 to be able to keep your team together you know like so many people lost jobs and and people couldn't afford to have them and in, in all the different industries across the board. So yeah, that was just a great pivot, you know, in a, in a, in a moment of need um, and, you know, being so lucky to be able yeah. to do it. But now that people are back out drinking, <laughs> you said you're, you're shipping out to 16 different countries. Yeah. Which is also completely bonkers. Cause we still, we do absolutely everything by, by hand, whether it's peeling the fruit for the distillations to uh, hand waxing and labeling labeling each bottle it's all hand done so the idea that stuff that we've done from our you know and it's funny when you talk about going to that distillery that was basically a garage it's like we're, yeah. we're in an old garage at the moment that's where our current distillery and the idea that bottles that we're making there are going off to Taiwan and Australia and soon they'll be going to Canada it's, it's just nuts so fantastic it's a good nuts though it's a, yeah. it's a really exciting you know, thing I got, I got to get you over to the States, you know, and my, my, your mission. Mother, my, my mom, uh, when she came over here, uh, I think it was for, uh, last, no, two Christmases ago, two Christmases ago, she was here, traveled in the middle of the pandemic, which was, was pretty wow. um, risky fun. at the time. Yeah. yeah. She's older and she has MS. Um, so it's not easy for her to travel anyways, but she walked in the door and the first thing I did you know, was make her a gin and tonic because oh. like, I don't know that she drinks it that much in the States, but when she's here, it's like, she feels like it's, a, it's an obligation <laughs> I'm in England. I have to have a gin and tonic. Um, 
and it's fine. I bought her this little, like little tiny tester set, you know, yeah. all different flavors. And, um, and she loved that. And, you know, I didn't think, oh God, this is probably not the right thing to do the day that, that they got in because they're overtired, you know, overstimulated. They haven't eaten that much. And I got her and my stepdad tanked, absolutely <laughs> tanked. And then I was like, I felt so bad. <laughs> so, I would say that's um, a traditional British welcome. I think you were yeah. appropriate to do that. But we started a new tradition. Yeah. Next time she comes, we're just gonna. But um, but she tried uh the uh the Brighton gin because I I made sure that I had some on hand for her so I could say this is my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she loved it. And then she, you know, all she kept saying is, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to drink it all. You know, I want to be able to take the bottle home and I want to be able to buy it when I'm, when I'm out, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to work on that for you. I'm going to make that happen for you. I'm going to work on that for you. Awesome. So I'm going to get, I'm going to send you a list of, um, of, uh, you know, like it's really different. And this is funny because, you know, there's still things after being here years and years, you know, that, um, you know, that blow my mind that you can walk into this tiny little news agent which would be the equivalent of a mini mart, you yeah. know, like where I'm from and buy liquor. <laughs> like that's unbelievable. I'm used to going into a, a box store sized place yeah. you know, that is all it sells is booze and wine, you know, like, uh, you know, and it's overwhelming. It's bigger than like, um, like the biggest waitress you've ever seen. It's like a Costco but only booze, yeah. you know, so it's so overwhelming. And then you, you know, you're standing in front of like rums or whatever, and you're just like, you know, crazy. And there's like sample things. Like if you think about like majestic wine over here, times that by like a hundred, yeah. you know, like that's what I'm talking about. So I'm going to give you the name of those places. And, Excellent. and that's where I want to be able to walk into you know, one of those ABC liquors, I think is, is one of the big ones. And uh, total wine is another one. I just want to be able to walk in there and buy my mother a bunch of bottles and, oh. and let her drink till her heart's content. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, maybe she'd be my secret weapon. She can go in and ask. Yeah. Asking well, a lot going, of boys again. I'm going in March. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make brilliant. it a point. Yeah. I'm going to make it a point to, uh, to do that and then get a contact for you too so you know Excellent. well it's one of my goals for this year so if you can help me that's that would be awesome yeah great you got a foot in the door for canada i mean that's yeah fantastic. i know which is that's also i hope i haven't jinxed it by saying it out loud but i but i think it's where that's going to be good to good to go it's certainly going to be the first market that i've dealt with where we suddenly have to think about what times of year we can ship stuff so it doesn't freeze on the on the way because Ooh. of um, the because of the weather so yeah that's an interesting didn't even think about that things yeah. you never you know here in little south of england where nothing is extreme ever crazy because don't don't most people or maybe it's just vodka but people keep like vodka in the freezer right but you yeah absolutely you yeah you definitely can and it's delicious just in the in served straight from the straight yeah. from the but no yeah gluten, it's more like about the um yeah. gosh, shattering or we make cans about the cans exploding or whatever because of the yeah. Yeah. it's going to be minus 30 or something absolutely unthinkable um but exciting really exciting wow yeah who would have thought yeah That's crazy well we'll start with florida so you don't have to worry about that excellent right and then, you know and as... florida we'll start with florida 
you know, we'll get the warmer places, you know, maybe <laughs> Tennessee, Mississippi, those kind of, you know, that don't get hit too, too hard with winters, but. <laughs> awesome. And also that, you know, and I'm really, really keen as well to, to get Brighton Gin to places where I want to go and spend some time and hang out. Cause that's one of the things you need to do. So it may as well. Yeah. It's a bit ropey as an export strategy, isn't it? But you know, I just, but I, I think it is about going to places where you want to go and spend some time. People and meet love people. a little, like people like the face to face, don't they? They Absolutely. want to know who they're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. what they're dealing with is something that's rapidly aging actually so maybe yeah maybe that's maybe on my younger colleagues I don't know but I, every time I go home I go to my mother look I'm whiter and whiter you know like I'm almost <laughs> I'm like a real Brit I'm almost translucent <laughs> oh it happens. you're down in Brighton so you get a little you know yeah, I get out there on the bike yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah it's it's um it's the perfect spot for the perfect business Oh, well, I can't wait for you to come and visit. There's an, the arms are open, welcoming you down. So you must. I'm must, gonna, must. Yeah, I'm going to definitely uh, make a plan because I don't. I'm not quite sure if you know the band Eek. Yep. The girls, right? Yep. So we're really good friends with Lucy and Mandy, oh. and we always talk about because they're all the way in Birmingham, and we're always like, "Come, you know, come this way. We'll all go down to Brighton, you know, and we'll we'll hang out for the weekend." And, you know, Mandy with the dogs, like, you know, she just like, that's just a great atmosphere. So yeah, we're going to put something together and um, we'll make sure like that you're, you're there and not to supply us because I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to take advantage of our friendship like that, not to supply us, but just to come visit with us. Well, it would be absolutely blinking awesome. Yeah, it would be so that kind of thing as well. Perfect. Yeah. I, uh, again, I, I'm, I'm so, so happy with the success of, of Brighton Gin and, and, and this for you. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing when you see your friends succeed, you know, like it's just, it makes your, for me, it makes my heart swell. Like, I'm oh, like, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I mean, it, just, it, it is ridiculous. Every day something more ridiculous happens, but no, <laughs> sod it. We're, it's an, it's a real adventure. I think that's the other thing is it really feels like we're, yeah, we're on this adventure and we're trying to do things a bit differently as well and, and make sure that we do things in a very Brighton, Brighton way, like everything being handmade, like doing stuff to support the community, but also having lots of fun because, you know, Booze should be fun. It should be a fun exactly, thing. Exactly, man. That's the brand. <laughs> That's Absolutely. The brand. Yeah, completely. But, you know, like when you say that, you know, I feel like when you when you keep it that way, you know, and you're everybody's hands-on and you're doing things right there locally and um and specifically, uh, that quality comes through in in the product. You know, like I that's that's why, like I think that's why it's taken off. Like people respect that. You know, and so not oh, only you can come again, a quality <laughs> product, but, you know, they they see the type of business that you are. And, and I think there's a lot of respect in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like I say, you can definitely come again with that kind of <laughs> positive attitude that gets you invited. I, most definitely. Like we next time we come down there, we're just all going to have to get together and and, and have a real uh, you know, thorough catch up. <laughs> Definitely. And also, also I think, and it really feels like things like, you know, defrosting literally and metaphorically and lots of people want to be out and see yeah. each other and, and being in the same place actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I am, I don't, honestly, I do not get out that much at all. I work from home. I'm always here. You know, it's, um, everything I do is, is local. Like everything I live like right off high street. So, you know, your bank, your hairdresser, your doctor, your dentist, it's all right there. I'm not, don't really have to go 
uh, many places. And my, my wife works like right out of her boss's house. So one street over, you know, so we're very, very um, local when we get the chance to do a weekend away, it's always Brighton. Yeah. And, uh, and we, and we always like look forward to it because it's, it's always a good time. Always. And is it Brighton is a place that, you know, knows how to have a good, good time. Yeah. And I think it's origins of that, you know, when the Prince Regent came here 300 years ago, whatever, he came here basically to build a a pleasure palace and to have a lovely, slightly saucy time, (laughs) very saucy time. honor him. So it's we've got hundreds of years of uh, of cultural <laughs> entity of basic partying partying hard. So I tell you, my 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 biggest problem is that I go, I like you know find a good place to eat, have a couple of drinks or whatever, and then I get to the casino and nobody can get me out. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so and I can wave you off a, a, on the on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much me. Just every just dump me off there and then go have a yeah. have a good time. I'm like it's terrible. But um, yeah, this time we'll do. Uh, yeah, we'll just hang. We we where did we stay last time? I think we stayed at All Stars. Um, yeah, my my for uh, Gemma's birthday. Yeah, we went we went down there with another couple whose uh, her friend's birthday is like two days. You know, so they're right all together, and we stayed at All Stars and we had a blast. You know, like just hung out there and it just felt casual and easy and it felt Excellent. gay. It felt gay AF. <laughs> <laughs> Looked out the window and all I could see was this huge rainbow flag sticking yeah. out of the building. I'm like, yep. that's yeah. all you need. Exactly. Yeah, I love I that's the thing is that I love how you can just be open and, and free and and uh you know, you know, just not have any uh qualms about being yourself down there because you know you can always you can always find someone that's just a little bit weirder than you. And oh I love that. Do you know one of the things I absolutely love about Brighton is you have to try quite hard to to shock people. Here. Yeah. So yeah. like where where um where I live, there used to be I don't know what happened to I've just probably died or moved away or something. But there used to be this naked rollerblader who would roll rollerblade up and down Western Road, but it's basically the high street up and down past uh, past Waitrose, and you'd hear people tutting and muttering, but they would just be muttering like, "That's going to hurt if he falls over." It wasn't the yeah, oh it's like yeah. <laughs> It, it was mainly like that's just going to really smart if you fall over on the tarmac it's going to sting <laughs> yeah that's one of those things where you can't look away yeah you got all those thoughts going in your head yeah like Woof. oh and man it's, um, and you know I, I i don't know if it's the the same in, in london but then there's we have a quite an active kind of free cycle community where you just leave leave stuff that still works outside your your flat or on the pavement and people pick stuff up and take it away so yeah you know, actually it's a an armchair or or something like that but my my friend never managed to pick up with a you know free to, free to good home thing picked up all these harnesses and all sorts of bits and bits and bobs that someone had just casually left outside the flat and, and said you know save me a fortune they'd obviously been i was gonna say that's just expensive yeah. <laughs> so yeah so there's always there's always something that's the thing too about brighton i it never fails on the way home when you're, you know, driving and you're a little bit tired and you're, you're making your way, there's always a conversation about everything that you saw. Yeah. You know, like, you know, did you see that guy with the poodle? That was like a, it was like a Crufts poodle, the yes. gay poodle I ever saw, like that kind of thing, like all the way home. <laughs> I didn't know the poodle you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Probably well known. Oh my God. Listen, it's been so fantastic having you. And I'm again, I'm in awe of everything that you're doing and have done 
And I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, you're well, you're the cutest. Well, the States, obviously, that's your challenge is you've you picked up homework from this, which you may have not been expecting. Yeah, it's, um, you know, our, our mission is all, all about taking the spirit of Brighton to the world. That's what yeah. we're trying to do in every sense. And we're, we're giving it a damn good go. And I think, yeah. you know, as we come into the next decade of this adventure, we'll see what happens. It's no. going to be fantastic. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I think so I'm... many bonkers things have happened over as years. You know, it's got the highest highs and the lowest lows. Yeah. And probably anyone who who works themselves has their own business will probably say the same thing. You know, oh, yeah, highs Heck are yeah. amazing. Yeah, the there's a lot of a lot of peaks and valleys, isn't there? <laughs> it's the truth. But I'm going. Uh, I'm going back in mid March. Mm -hmm. I am. Uh, I'm doing um, Palm Beach Pride with my co-host JD, who's yeah. a singer. So we are, we are working together um, March 25th. I'll be back at the end of March and I'm going to have a list of contacts for you. Absolutely fantastic. And also you need to send me your, send me your address and I'll send you a little something to take to Palm Beach, Palm Beach Pride. Oh yes. Uh, which could be quite fun for some photos and bits and bobs. And then you get to I mean, spoiler alert, you get to drink it at the end as well. So uh, yeah, so that's the best part. I'll even share it with my mother. Yeah, excellent. I'm good, I'm good like <laughs> Bit that. Bit of encouragement, exactly. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an only child. I kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking time out to do this. I so appreciate it. My absolute super pleasure. Can't wait to see you in Brighton. And just It was, it was amazing to see you. Yeah, we're definitely going to go together. Thank, Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you so much. Why do you always run back to the lover you once knew? You're addicted to a touch. Like, never stop chasing your dreams. My addiction. And I confess. Oh, my addiction is you. We drank way too much
Why do you run? 